Hey, are your legs tired? Because you've been running through my mind all day. <laughs> are you nosy, curious, or just bored? Have you ever just started listening to other people's conversations? Do you ever just keep listening even though you aren't part of the conversation? If this describes you, then welcome to Topic Please. I'm Liz. I'm Aaron. And you're a dork. Well, I figured we're going to talk about exercise, so... I don't... It it made sense. Okay. (laughs) At least they're running somewhere. Right? (laughs) Well, we've been getting more into, like, going to the gym and trying to exercise and see if we can't lose a little bit of weight and be a little bit healthier. I love that you say a little bit. I'm trying for a whole lot, but... Well, a little bit at a time... Oh, okay. ...can add up to a whole lot. That's true. I mean, we're not... Like doing the extreme diets where you're supposed to drop, I don't know, tons of weight in a week or whatever, because I mean, a lot of those just aren't really healthy. One of my coworkers this morning told me that I should drink, oh gosh, what did he say? So it's apple, red, red, red. Apple cider vinegar? Sure. Yeah. Words. They fail me sometimes. Apple cider vinegar. Um, lemon juice, ice, and water, and it's supposed to like cleanse or detox or something. That sounds like one of those, like, gonna clean out your colon. I don't know, but it sounds so gross, things. and I just can't bring myself to drink vinegar. So, not trying that one. Yeah, like vinegar flavoring, like on chips or something, like salt and vinegar chips. That's okay. But But that's not apple cider vinegar. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I couldn't bring myself to just drink vinegar mixed with like water and ice and lemon or whatever. That does not sound appetizing at all. Part of me wants to try it just to be able to tell him I tried it. The other part of me is just like, no, especially because he made it sound so appealing when he said, hold your breath. So that you don't taste it. And then your stomach will only hurt for a little while. Oh, well, that sounds real exciting. <laughs> I know. But I mean, like, I can take no some pain, laxatives. No I can take some laxatives and my stomach will only hurt for a little while. Well, and then there's that whole thing, no pain, no gain. And I'm just saying, I'm trying not to gain weight. So I would like to not be in pain. Well, I think that has more to do with you know, trying to build your muscles up. You because you literally injured the muscles and then they heal back stronger. So that pain, you're not wanting the pain of, I don't know, some gastrointestinal issues. I don't know. You know, the other thing I don't like to hear, I don't know, is muscle weighs more than fat because I'm fairly certain a pound is a pound. So I don't really understand how muscle weighs more than fat. I think... When people say that, like you can, I don't know, have a different shape. I think like fat inside your body has, I guess, probably more air in there somewhere. And it's also like stored in different locations than the muscle is stored. But it's still a pound. Yeah. I mean, it still doesn't make a lot of sense. But I mean, I guess if you're talking about like, well, if you have an inch of fat and then you know, maybe that's going to weigh less than an inch of muscle. See, that might make sense if you're going by something other than weighs less. Because when you just say muscle weighs more, 
than fat. It's like a pound of muscle is equal to a pound of fat. Like they both weigh the same amount. Yeah, they weigh one pound. Like that uh, riddle, which weighs less, a ton of feathers or a ton of lead. It's like they both weigh a ton. Yeah. One's going to take up more space, but. But they still weigh a ton each. Yeah. But anyway, speaking of like the diets, like there's all those fad diets and everything out there. But I looked up and found a bunch of fad exercise things or weight loss stuff from over the years. I mean, like we have things like uh, the Wii Fit and the Ring Fit for the Nintendo Switch and like the video games and there's like Jazzercise, those boot camp workouts, Tybo, stuff like that. The the one thing where you used to stand on it and like this belt was around your waist or whatever and you just shake. Is that on your list? You'll have to see. Oh, okay. Because that's all that came to my mind when you said weight loss fats. <laughs> I picture the commercial where <laughs> all those people are standing at like the gym, but they're all... There's definitely some strange things on this list. Okay. Well, I'm dying. Well, not really dying, but I'm ready to hear. Well, the first thing is like hula hoops. People using hula hoops. Like there's a TikTok hula hoop thing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's out there. But I found quite a bit on hula hoops. So I want to start there before I go into like the weird stuff. Okay. Well, let me tell you, I loved hula hooping as a kid and I was really good at it as a kid. That's all I have to say. I was not. I could like use a hula hoop around my arm and my neck, but I could never do it around the waist. Oh, yeah. We could get it. My aunt and I could get it to like move up and move down or whatever. She was a little bit better than me, but around our necks. Well, other than how to use one and like what they look like and stuff, what do you know about the hula hoop? Um, not much, but I feel like it was probably invented as people entered Hawaii and saw them doing the hula and stuff and wanted to be able to mimic the motions. I that that would make sense as far as the name, the hula hoop. I don't know if that's where the name comes from or not. I don't know, but that's what's in my mind now, so. Well, the hula hoop was, I mean, it was a toy that was mass marketed and produced by the Whammo Toy Company. That's an awesome name. And it was patented on March 5th, 1963. And it's estimated that they sold 25 million in their first four weeks or first four months oh, of production. That's crazy. But even though they patented that, like they didn't, you know, invent that idea of the oh, hula hoop. Of course not. So, about how far back do you think you would have to time travel to see the first hula hoops getting used? Okay, you said they patented in eight in nineteen sixty three. Yeah. Like again, I feel like it might be used in like the Pacific Islands for teaching young children how to hula. So maybe. The early 1800s? No, not even close. The early 800s? Nope. So as far back as 3000 BCE. Oh my gosh. Egyptians were forming reeds and rattan. I'm not sure what that is, but into circles. And they would you know, swing them on their hips or roll them on the ground with a stick. And I'm making this motion like people can see me through the 
Well, I can see you. It's fun. Looks like you're trying to tell a dog to roll over. Well, I mean, I'm sure people have seen it like in movies, like, you know, a hula hoop type thing and somebody like rolling it along with a stick on top to kind of keep it going or just kind of tossing it up in the air. And then. I wonder what they, why? I don't know. It was just a toy for the kids to play with. And uh, in Greece, they were made from grapevines and they used them as exercise equipment as well as uh, toys for the kids. But it was like exercise equipment for people that weren't able to do like more vigorous exercise or activities. That way they could still, you know, try to keep moving and stuff. So, I mean, even back then they had the idea that, well, we need to keep moving and do some sort of exercise. That's crazy. I didn't know it was that old. But then you said grapevine and I thought, hurry through the grapevine. Yeah, they've been around, or at least the idea of the hula hoop has been around for a very long time. And now the hula hoops, like you were talking about the TikTok ones, they're not like hula hoop, hula hoop anymore. They're not like a round piece of plastic that you spin around. They're like tight to your body and have like a weight, weight that you swing around. Yeah. I'm interested to see if it really works. No. And I'll let you know because I bought one. <laughs> so now. Oh, I was saying, so now just looking at this list of other kind of exercise fads over the years, there's apparently somebody came up with the idea for a treadmill bike. So it's, it's a bike that's powered by jogging on a treadmill, which I would think would be just as good as jogging to wherever it is you're going to go. I guess maybe you can coast down some of the hills and still be going without uh, jogging. So it's like an electric car, but an electric bike. No, it it had like gears and stuff that like walking on this treadmill would turn the back wheel instead of, you know, pedals turning that back wheel to get the bicycle to move. So the treadmill goes with you. Yes. I don't understand how you're riding a bicycle and walking on a treadmill at the same time. So, you know, on a bicycle, you have your handlebars and your front tire. Mm-hmm. And then you have the spot where, like, you would sit and have the pedals. Except on this, there's a treadmill there. And then behind the treadmill, you have your back tires. And as you're walking on so the treadmill. It's a walk cycle. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking, why not just go for a jog or a walk if you're going to? I feel to like that was the uh, beginning this. of the scooter. Like, you know, not not like moped scooter, but like the scooter scooter where you stand on. I, know, I couldn't, I didn't find a year that that was, you know, invented, but I'm pretty sure the way the list worked is one of the more recent. I wonder, because it seems like, okay, so like skateboards were thing, and then they put a handle on a skateboard. So that those of us who were lame enough to not be able to ride a skateboard properly had support. So... They're like, ooh, well, we do this. Why not keep both feet on the thing and we'll just have a treadmill? Yeah, I don't know. Was, I I'd mean, be afraid I'd, of falling over, like, my balance. I feel like other <laughs> than possibly being able to, you know, stop moving or, you know, stop walking and coast a little bit, I don't really see the difference there between using that or just going for a jog or... 
Well, I guess walk or as run far or as impact on your feet, because your feet wouldn't be walking through. So if like there were cracks in the sidewalk or I don't know, bumps or any of those things, like that wouldn't impact your feet if you were walking on a treadmill part, but the wheels were still going over the ground. So yeah, I don't know. maybe I, don't I didn't know. bother looking up like reviews from people on these things or any of that. So. I'm interested um, in it now. <laughs> yeah. You, I don't know. Just look up treadmill bike and it's a thing. Yeah. All right. And then in the twenty tens, so sometime in the last eleven years, okay. I guess. Toning shoes. I remember seeing these. They like uh from the looks of them, they were like were almost boat like shaped. Oh, mm-hmm. like a rocker or something. I've seen a lot of people wear those. And like that was a big thing that was supposed to work out your thighs and backside. And it was found that that didn't really do anything for that. It didn't work. But it was supposed to just be, you know, like you go walk and it's, you know, doing this extra exercise because you're wearing these. This is off topic, but you're talking about shoes. And you know the wheelie shoes? Yeah. Like how they have the wheels and the heel. And that they ha- now have wheelie Crocs. Yes. I saw, of course, on TikTok, but. Because they need to try to keep Crocs alive for whatever but reason. I don't, what I don't get is I don't feel like there's enough room in the heel of a Croc to put wheelies. Or enough support in the bottom of them. Right. So that's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I just happened to see that. I was like, okay, you said shoes. Now, this next one, I'm sure you've heard of. So, I don't know if you might be able to guess what thing was. It was in the 2000s, and it pretty much almost instantly became like this internet meme. It was this hilarious thing because of the motions that you were doing to use it. It was a single piece of workout equipment. Well, the thigh master's been around since like the 70s, so... Yeah, it's not that. Um, oh gosh, is it that that <laughs> stick thing, shaker, whatever? No. Okay, no. never mind. I don't know. I'm not sure what you're talking about. I don't know, but go ahead, tell me what is it? It's the shake weight. Yeah, wasn't that like a stick? Shake? No, it it looked. I mean, almost had like a dumbbell shape to it, and you like shook yeah, it. That's what I was talking about. Oh, okay. Well, you didn't describe it very well. Well, I'm sorry. I don't recall it looking like a dumbbell. I just remember it being like. Women had like a dumbbell. Listen, shape. I couldn't ever get past the motions that were being made by the commercial because I was a pervert. I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, that's why it kind of instantly, you know, became this like a meme, basically. Is okay, like, listen. I didn't even learn what a meme was until like four years ago. Yeah, but I mean, it, that's basically what happened with it. It like became this viral point of comedy so this next thing can you still buy those sorry probably i feel like we need to go online and find out if we can still buy it is the vibroson from the 1980s it was a sauna and like vibrating massage machine so that you could like lay in it and take a nap and it's supposed to help you lose some weight while you're napping. Were you supposed to wear saran wrap while using it? Not that I saw. I mean, I, I don't know. I, it, any of the pictures that I saw, it didn't really look like the most comfortable thing. 
and I wouldn't want like a bunch of vibrations while I'm trying to sleep or extra heat and sweating and everything. I sweat enough when I sleep that that does not sound like a pleasant experience. Yes, but you sweat it all. Excuse me. You sweat it all away. I think, I think the problem with that though is, isn't it just water weight that you lose at that point? So you're uh-huh. like dehydrating yourself. I mean, I, I would guess that the idea was, you know, you're like sweating some of it out and you're getting rid of toxins. Uh, hmm. and, I feel like a sauna just dehydrates you. Well, there's a lot of these things on this list that's like, oh, well, they claimed that it would do this. And it's like, that's not really how that works. And this one, I didn't see anything about whether it you know actually worked or not. It was more of a psychological uh, way to go about losing weight. Is the music diet. It was some record that had uh, like a mantra that would help you kind of steer clear of fatty foods and stuff. So like when you had a craving, you were supposed to listen to this. And I don't know what it said, but it was supposed to like eventually just kind of help you just not crave those fatty foods and stuff anymore. I feel like I need this record. I mean, I'm sure there's some sort of like app or mp3s or something i feel like it's hypnosis <laughs> the way you're describing it though i was thinking uh possibly more pavlovian oh yeah and maybe like oh you get a craving and then you listen to that or then later on you get a craving and you listen to it and you're like oh i don't have that craving anymore i don't have to finish listening to it kind of training yourself yeah hmm and the next thing, and uh, there's been several different uh, styles, I guess, over the years of these vibrating machines. <laughs> it's the... Well, some of them you would just stand on and just stand there and it was supposed to like vibrate some of the weight off or they had the belts or you could put the belt like wherever, you know, around your waist, around your butt, you know, wherever it was you were wanting to lose the weight. And it's supposed to like vibrate it off without you having to you know, do a bunch of unsightly exercise. And something else that I did notice while I was looking at all of these, most of these through the years, because sexism exists, were marketed to women. Well, of course. Cause like, oh, well, you know, you have to look good for your man and all of that. So let me tell you though, you think those have gone out of fat? But they haven't. They've just changed. Because at the gym that I go to, there is a total body workout machine. It's back with the tanning. And you literally stand in this spot and you try to keep your balance because the machine goes like the floor vibrates and stuff. And you do this for like 12 minutes. And all you're doing is standing there trying to keep your balance. So... And I guess the keeping your balance would be a workout. Like if it wasn't for that part, I would think it would be more like a odd massage or something. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it has advanced some because I know the ones that like I was talking about at the beginning or whatever, you just stood there. Like you didn't move or anything. You just planted yeah. your feet on solid ground. And so at least now they've like moved it down to, to make you have to do a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, trying to keep your balance, I mean, depending on what's going on, that can take a lot of different parts of your body to yeah. stay upright. So. so then this next one is from the 1940s, and 
don't know. The word portable is not how we would really think of it today. <laughs> but it's a portable sweat box. I mean, a long time, like, they would have, like, these little, you know, huts and stuff that yeah, were basically this. a sauna. And it was a sweat box. But these are a portable sweat box, which is just a cloth bag with an air pump to force heat and vapors in to help you like sweat out the fat and toxins and stuff. So you're pretty much zipping yourself into some kind of sleeping bag type thing that's putting vapors and heat into it. Like a, I guess a portable sauna. And could I do this at night while I'm sleeping or does it cover my head? It, it didn't cover the head, the lady's head in the picture that I saw. So hmm. I'm guessing it doesn't cover the head, but Again, I'm thinking I, I sweat enough as it is when I sleep, so I I don't need any help with that. I don't find it very comfortable when I sweat in my sleep, so. Well, you know, there's that. Maybe it'd be good, though. Like, you could use it before you go to the gym, right? So you get all sweaty. You're already sweating. So then when you start working out, like, you sweat sooner. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I know it does seem like you sweat more once you, like, finally break a sweat. Yeah. Like, once you start sweating, then you sweat more. So. Maybe. And then this next to last thing on my list, the Wonder Sauna Hot Pants. <laughs> they were rubber balloon-like inflatable <laughs> pants that you would wear. I forgot that- to mention these pants when I talked about pants last night. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, they, they were intended to like make you sweat. I feel like they definitely would have. Uh, I feel like those would have been so uncomfortable. I'm sure. They did not look very comfortable at all. You know, um, oh, sometimes when we order something off of Amazon, not the like soft air-filled bags, but like the hard, almost uh, air-filled things wrapped around stuff mm-hmm. or packing material. It's like a sheet of these long bubbles. Yeah. Yeah, they... The picture kind of looked like that. Huh. Like, so that that was what I had in my head of, like, how that would feel like if I had that wrapped around my legs and waist uh, as a pair of pants. I'd probably sit down and try to keep popping them because I love those little boppy bubbles. Yeah, but this, I'm not that's talking about the think. little ones. Oh, I know, but I'm just saying that's all I would think of. See, now I'm thinking, I was like, you could make a whole outfit out of it and use it as a life preserver. Hey, I'm not going to say that. She Just go floating. <laughs> I was gonna say, it, I'm going to say it now, my bad. <laughs> Next time we go to the lake, I'm going to wrap my baby sister in bubble wrap so that she stays afloat. <laughs> I love you, Charlie. <laughs> I know she used to listen. She might not anymore. I don't know. But now this last thing on my list was something that was out in the 1920s. It kind of became a fad for a while. It was fat reducing soap. Like you didn't have to work out or any of that. It was, you know, you just use that soap on wherever you wanted to lose the weight from. What was the soap made from? I don't know. But I mean, like I said earlier, like a lot of these things, that's just not how that works. I mean, I guess if the soap was made of acid, it, it would... That's what I was wondering. Like, what was 
it's made of. It, it might work, but I mean, there were just all these gimmicks that people came up with. That, what is that, snake oil? Man. And uh, there was one that I didn't put on my list, and I can't remember the name. It was, I think it was Bile Beans. And it was marketed as like these vegetable uh, pills, basically. Like, so you're supposed to be getting this, these nutrients and stuff, then it's supposed to help you lose weight while you sleep. And it turns they're out. They're called bile beans? Yeah. Like B-I-L-E? Yeah. Were they selling people's gallbladder stones? No, it was. Oh, thank gosh. It was sold by uh, some guy with a, fic- like he used a fictitious name. I don't remember what that was, but it was just a laxative. And even though, like, it was found out to be a fraud, like, they kept selling for a little while. That happens a lot. I mean, look at, if you go into, like, any store, there's tons of, like, weight loss pills and magic things or whatever. They all say not approved by the FDA or not. But Yeah, I was listening to, it might have been hot dogs as a sandwich or it might have been something else. But they were talking about how, like, you can come up with, you know, some sort of quote-unquote supplement and sell it, you know, wherever pretty much. Like, Yeah. I mean, you could come up with this and go to GNC and be like, hey, you know, we want to sell this in your store. Supplement Superstore. Yeah. I mean, and it doesn't require, like, that FDA approval and stuff. I mean, I'm sure there are some rules, but... Nothing like, you know, actual pharmaceuticals. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of stuff like that where people are like, no, that doesn't work. And like, if you like essential oils and you believe that, you know, each of these different oils do these different things, I'm sorry, but I like I watch or listen to Dr. Mike, like his YouTube channel, and he's mentioned it a lot of times. He's like, they, you know, he likes essential oils. He likes the way they smell, but he's like, they're, you know, you're not putting this oil on you and then that's going to cause weight loss. That's, you know, these things just aren't how it works. Or like something like lavender oil, you know, prove it like the smell and stuff can have a calming effect. Some of those things are fine, but. Well, maybe the weight loss one does work though, because it's your mindset. So if you feel like that's going to help you, then it probably will help you. Yeah, but then it's more of a placebo thing where what you're using isn't actually doing it. It's the psychological effect that using it is having because you think it's working, so it works. Or you feel like it works. Sometimes that's all a person needs, man. And They need that confidence. (laughs) So There's a lot of stuff like uh, pain reliever, like items. I mean, they could be, you know, completely placebos. And as long as somebody believes that it's going to relieve their pain, then there's a chance that it will relieve their pain for a little while. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of things out there. Like you said, even like the weight loss stuff is like, oh, well, you know, I believe this is helping me. So it's, you know, giving me the you know, extra strength to stay away from these fatty foods or whatever that might be. Or it's relaxing my muscles a little bit so that I'm not as sore and I can go exercise or something like that. And it can end up having an end result 
of it helping, even though it's not actually doing anything medically. Hmm. There you have it. I mean, there's a lot of things out there. There's just like a psychological aspect to a lot of things. Well, there's a psychological aspect to all of it. Like for me personally, I'm dealing with lots of issues. Um, I've been trying to lose weight since long before you started to try to lose weight. And just in case, you know, I'm going to share information with people. The average or the average individual who has the ability to go through menopause will normally on average go through in their 50s. I am postmenopausal. <laughs> Already went through all that and I'm only 43. So Apparently, menopause slows down your metabolism and weight gain is a side effect of it. And then the medication I take for depression, weight gain is a side effect of it. And the medication I take for the antipsychotic for my bipolar, weight gain is a side effect of it. And then my thyroid problem, weight gain is a side effect of it. So as I'm over here trying and trying and trying, I feel like nothing's helping. Because I just keep watching my weight go up, even though I eat less, I exercise more, I do all these things. Uh, so psychologically, I'm just like beaten down. So if I have those things that are like, oh, you know, like my daughter's not medically making me feel any better, but her support and her being like, hey, mom, you want to go to the gym? You want to go do this? Like that's making a huge difference for me. Right. And that's psychological. So I mean... I just feel like it may be a placebo effect, but if people are finding that placebo effect or whatever in those things, then they might not all be bad. I still don't think. Well, I think there's a. I would rather put something on my body than in my body. Yeah. As something that would help, right? So if essential oil is rubbing it on, I'm like, hey, let's do this. I know that one time we were given some peppermint <laughs> essential oils in a styrofoam cup and then it. Melted before we got home. <laughs> the styrofoam cup. It's like you don't want to put that in your body. Again, like I said, I'd rather put it on my body than in my body. Like gasoline will also eat a styrofoam cup. So, but then you know, I've had a whole history of putting things into my body that I should not have put into my body. So, trying to change mindset of all of that stuff. All right, but yeah, I mean, going back to uh, like our daughter Kayla, you know asking you if you want to go to the gym and like giving you that support. I mean, that's, I don't know, having that like support from someone, I think that's definitely a whole different thing than like a placebo, I guess. I don't think so because both are just there to, to make you have faith in yourself and to make you keep going. Well, see, like, Kaylin, give you that faith in yourself and help you keep going. Where if you're taking a pill or something and, you know, even if it's just a sugar pill, but you think it's working, then you have more faith on that pill because you're not realizing that you're doing it on your own. Where somebody else giving you that emotional support and everything is, you know, driving you like, no, you can do this. You can do this. You got this. Come on. Give, you know, one more, one more. and. Hey. You know, you're you're realizing that you can do that instead of. But I oh, can do it better with the little pill thing. Well, no. this <laughs> this pill helps me do this, or this bottle of oil helps me do this. It's like, no, I got this. I can do this, Maybe. and I and I think that can be a really powerful, 
like things just in general, like realizing that, you know, you, you can do it without, you know, these other things and not everybody can. There are a lot of people like, I mean, they have different issues and they like can't lose weight on their own and they have to, you know, get the surgeries or whatever it might be. Well, my doctor suggested that I get that. However, my health insurance does not cover that. And, oh, oh, completely off topic. As I do, we got our roof fixed, and and it looks like it's going to be good because we had a storm last night, and no water came into our house. So super excited, but you know, savings. That was like way off topic. I know, but I we had talked about it before, and we finally had it done. So gotta tell people we got it done. I'm I know excited. it's just like a lot of times when you go off topic, you're usually somewhere in the vicinity well, of the Well, I am topic. in the vicinity of it. We spent <laughs> what but, we had we spent what we had to get the roof fixed. So, I can't really afford to do the weight loss surgery. So, see, it was in topic. It was just a roundabout way. It was the money aspect of it. And taking some major rabbit trails to get the there. way my brain works, man. But so yeah, we have a roof, guys. And I don't have the money for the surgery. Nor do I feel like I I feel like the surgery would help, but I'm too scared of going that route, so. Right. Yeah, I I was bringing it up just, you know, saying, you know, we're not trying to eh, be down on anyone that's like, oh, no, I try to lose weight. I try, I try, I try. I, like, starve myself, and I can't lose weight or whatever. Like, that's not what we're saying when I'm saying, you know, no, you got this. You can do it without help. I mean, there are situations where, you know, you have to – know your limits and you have to realize okay i do need help because that's something else that's huge is knowing when to ask for help so whether it's weight loss or anything just being able to you know humble yourself and say okay i can't do this i need somebody to you know guide me i need some help i mean even like you were saying like kayla drives you to go you know that extra step or like when i go to the gym with you you feel like you know you got to do more. You know, do that much more. And then you're doing that much more because you can do that much more. Yeah, that's a good point. Like that driving force, though, like somebody, you know, there with you and kind of keeping you going. But that's what I'm saying. It's the same thing because, I don't know, if you're not there, chances are I'm not doing that much. I mean, I'm doing that much and sometimes I'll push myself, but I don't push myself as much. When I don't have somebody to show up to. <laughs> right, you're more likely to be like, no, I'm good. Or if you got somebody else there, you're like, no, I'm going to you know, get I three be, more reps in. Yeah, I got to be better than them. I got to show off. I got to show that I can. I can't be weak. Although I will never get on the roof. So I can climb the ladder now, though. I don't know. I know it's off topic, but that's like, those are the things that make me. But I do want to be able to. To be more active, be around for the kids, do stuff like that. So, right, and I mean, we're doing stuff that should help us be around. That and I'm much glad longer. that you finally have joined me because I don't well, know when I weighed myself. Little, I don't know around a month ago, I was like, no, that's more than I've ever weighed in my life. I'm I'm not doing that. But it's nice because before I didn't have that support from you at all. So it took you wanting to do to change something that that made that support. So I think it's awesome. Well, I mean, I. You weren't supportive, dude. <laughs> I wasn't not supportive. You wouldn't ever. Yeah, we're not going to fight. 
I'm just kidding. No, but I was just like, you, I, I was like, no, I don't want to go to the gym. But I mean, I wasn't like, I don't want you to go to the gym. You know what I mean? I wasn't like anti you doing these things, but I wasn't like joining you in that journey. So it's nice to have you on that journey with me now. <clears throat> and now we have a treadmill at the house and we've got an elliptical machine at the house. And soon we'll have the elliptical machine working correctly. And our kids are on it. So I think that's good too, because like you show your kids, right? What Kind of set the example. Yeah. So soon, maybe we'll all be going for walks with the dogs. I don't know. I know. It seems like a lot of times by the time we get home and done for the day, eat dinner, it's like, okay, we're just done. Because, I mean, we just have so much going on. But, I mean, like, I have the gym at work that I'm able to use, so I go there on my lunch breaks and work out a little bit. And that's helpful. And I go on days that I have off. Um, used to be mostly while you were at work, so I only really got in, like, two days a week. But... We went yesterday together and stuff, so I'm hoping to have it here at home. Just kind of makes it a little bit more accessible. So, mm-hmm. so join us. We'll see where I'm at in a year. Oh, you know what? We did predictions once upon a time, and I don't even that remember. One, your prediction was over like Bitcoin or whatever, and that was Man. all over the place, and it's been all over the place since. Man. So that's crazy. But my prediction is I will. <laughs> I will weigh 50 pounds different than I weigh right now. <laughs> Just 50 pounds different. Like, <laughs> By the end of the year. <laughs> could go up, could go down. It'll be 50 pounds different. If I go down 25 and then up 25 to where I'm at, that's still 50 pounds change. <laughs> Listen, Kayla got me on this other thing that she got, I think, from TikTok where like, they draw... Like they weigh themselves one time a week and on this map, they draw where their weight is and graph it out. So, um, I have, (laughs) I created the sheet (laughs) and I have it all the way through 2023. (laughs) Trinae's like, mom, I'm like, listen, it's a big journey. Well, speaking of like weighing yourself and stuff, like, I don't know, I've been trying to not weigh myself too often because just, you know, day to day, your weight fluctuates, you know, a few pounds. And I know like the big thing is when you do weigh yourself, you should always do it like at the same time every day, typically like in the morning before you've eaten anything. I do mine on Monday mornings where you're going to see more accurate, I guess, reflection of like your weight loss, like doing it weekly instead of, you know, trying to do it daily and you're like, Oh God, I went up, you know, a pound or half a pound or something like you're, you're going to fluctuate. So I don't know if you're starting a journey of your own or whatever, let us know. Talk to us. Let us be supportive of you. Right. And let Tune us know detailed if updates. <laughs> yeah. Let us know if you have any ideas of things that we could try that you have found helpful or yeah. any exercise fads or whatever that, You've been like, oh, I'm I'm hopping on that train, right? Yeah, let you know, let us know your experiences with you know some of those fads. Uh, maybe we'll do a show at some point on like some of the fad diets that have been out there over the years. So, like this was more like exercise and exercise equipment fads. 
and I'll let you know how the the TikTok hula hoop works out for me. Give me like four weeks and we'll see if it's made a change. Thanks for eavesdropping. If you have a topic you'd like to hear us talk about or give us feedback, you can go to topicplease.com to find our social media links, contact form, how to subscribe on your preferred podcast player. You can also find links to our past episodes. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share us with other eavesdroppers you know.